Welcome to Quiet on the Set. I'm Jordan. I'm Tyler. Where we talk all things pop culture. This week's episode, we're going to be discussing Ahsoka Episode 7 and some of the movies that we saw in theaters this year that were re-releases. So I'm going to start off with that. We actually saw a lot of movies this year that were re-releases. We saw, I think this is all of it. I, I feel like I'm missing some. But mm-hmm. we saw Superman the movie from 1978, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Return of the, I saw Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so, you, saw, you saw some that I didn't see. Yeah, so the things I'm listing off are the things that I've seen. Some of them Tyler hasn't seen uh, as re-releases. I saw Return of the Jedi in theaters, The Matrix, Jurassic Park, The Incredibles, and The Dark Knight. And most of these movies are on my top ten favorite movies. Oh, yeah, same so here. The, so that's, yeah. that was awesome to see. Um, especially like seeing your favorite movies like on the big screen in the theater with people with, with, with people. an audience yeah that was awesome to see because especially with the dark knight we saw recently uh, uh, as soon as the movie ended everybody clapped yeah like end. like as if it was released today. yeah so i couldn't imagine if that was the re- audience reaction then i couldn't imagine the reaction 2008 yeah would would you think like seen it because did you, you didn't see it in theaters right no i was three when yeah it came out so so not yet yeah not quite there but so what was your impressions oh my gosh like like i before that i had a hard time figuring out my top 10 favorite movies the dark knight is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time um absolutely and um that's when i'm doing my final project on I'm trying to. I'm doing analysis on on the Dark Knight. Yeah. And so, and I don't know. It's it, it's awesome to see in the theater because it was a huge screen. It, it was a huge theater that we saw it in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't IMAX. No, but, but it felt like felt pretty close to it. The the screen kind of felt like it. It was like smaller than IMAX, but it was little, pretty big. A little bigger than a standard theater. It's not often you go into the IMAX theater. Yeah, and so every time you see it, it's like, oh my gosh, this this, this thing is amazing. Like when we went to see Oppenheimer. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the last time I saw a movie in IMAX. I think I've seen Interstellar, Dark Knight Rises, all, all Nolan films. All Nolan films. Did you say you saw Force Awakens? Did you see Force Awakens in IMAX? Uh, we we all saw it in IMAX. We saw it in IMAX. Yeah. Why don't I remember? I don't remember that. We we saw it a lot when it came yeah. out. Oh yeah, I saw it four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. saw it with friends, right? You saw, I saw it. You saw it, it with. I saw it opening night. I saw it with a friend for his birthday. I saw it with you guys again. Mm-hmm. And then the third time it was with you guys again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fourth, fourth time. I so mean. it's one of those movies you got to see over and over again. Yeah. And then, Superman the movie. Oh man. We we saw it before in theaters, but it's been re-released in theaters before. Yeah, I think 2018 for its 40th, 40th anniversary. anniversary. This year was the 45th. And, man. Amazing. My, my second favorite movie of all time. Oh, me too. So, let's go. But, man, seeing it, it, like, it's one of those movies, like, you see it so many times, but it never gets old. Like, it, yeah. Like, the the scene I always like, like like choke up. It's not even an emotional scene. It's just, you know, a freaking amazing scene when Superman saves Lois from the from the plane from the, the helicopter plane, from the helicopter. Like as soon as like opens the shirt, mm-hmm. the Superman. It's like man, man. That's it's like movie magic. Exactly. Like it's the reason we go to the movies. Right. Yeah, like you don't you don't get that a lot, especially with you know. The amount of superhero movies you get, you don't really... It's not special anymore. Yeah. It's like, you can figure out how they did it, but some shots still, even in Superman, you're like, how did they do that? And that was in 78. Yeah. In 1978, it like, and all the times, the like, you see that, you kind of get used to it, but with Superman, you never get never get tired of, of seeing him fly. And you don't see Superman... As Superman to like 
almost it's like an hour it's like in. it's like a yeah almost a an good, hour into the movie like it's one of the best superhero origin story origin movies yeah but it's a good payoff because you see him yeah. as a baby as a kid teenager then, yeah you see then, him grow up yeah then you see clark and then you see him in the fortress of solitude and you see him fly for the first time yeah like, and you're like oh my gosh bro yeah, yeah. this is cinema this is cinema <laughs> Yeah, it's, you so. just you don't get that feeling a lot. No, there's very select few mov- movies that come out, and it's like that. Yeah, and so the the fact they were able to yeah. do that in the late seventies, it's, that, it's that amazing. Was, that was cool to see in the theater. Mm-hmm. Just and we had a, uh, the crowd that we saw it with, like they were hyster they were hysterical. Oh, like yeah. they were laughing at all the jokes, all the jokes. Yeah, and so that was that was funny to see because I mean we grew like. It was weird. There were a lot of kids there. Yeah, that was cool. They're taking their kids to see it. Probably their first time watching it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we grew up, we grew up on it. Like mm-hmm. it was on all the time. All the time. Like no matter what, I remember the DVD that we had. Mm-hmm. I remember putting that in on the the DVD player, just play all day every day. There, there are a few movies like that, um, where it would just play over and over again all day. Like. Mm-hmm. Like even Man of Steel, like when we got the DVD, you watch that, that. I watched that all the time. Yeah, yeah, that was one I watched all the time. And we don't do that anymore. We don't like. There was a time when we would buy DVDs, and it would be a huge deal that we uh, would buy the DVD, a, like a physical copy. Yeah, but now we have all these streaming services and yeah. stuff. But you see, they're now doing physical copies of like Mando and all the Marvel Disney Plus shows. Like in they're getting physical copies. Phys- physical releases, yeah. I don't know why you'd want to buy WandaVision, but you know. <laughs> Just in case they... Just in case they take off... WandaVision. Dis- <laughs> off their own streaming services. Yeah. They actually did that. They've done that, yeah. Yeah, like the... There's like original Disney Plus shows. They just took it off. I think Willow, they took off. They took. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Because I, cause people love the first one. Yeah. I don't know if the the TV show it was a TV show. I think right? it was a TV show. I don't think it was well received. Yeah, because they brought back um, the original actor. Hmm. Um, it's a uh, uh, Warwick Davis. That's yeah. his name. They brought back Warwick Davis, and still, I don't know. I I actually haven't seen uh, the first Willow. Yeah, me neither. Um, but my friends um, from film class. Uh, in high school, they um, they seen it. My friend has a shirt of Willow. Of oh, Willow, oh, okay. And my teacher was a fan of uh, a fan of it too. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, she was a she was a huge she was a a, a movie movie person too. Yeah. So uh, that's, that's cool. why that's why we got we got to watch Citizen Kane in, oh, in that oh, class, did? but I didn't pay attention to it. Oh. But uh, I was working on something. I was working on something else. Okay. It was kind of like you have, you have a reason. Yeah, it was it was like in the back. It wasn't like I was on my phone doing okay. something because I wasn't interested. Like I watched it for college film class. Okay. And that's a good movie. Recently? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, maybe like two weeks ago, I watched Citizen Kane. It's good. It's a good movie. Is it the greatest movie of all time? No. Oh. That that is Uh-oh. that is my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I don't have Twitter, but it is my opinion, <laughs> and I don't think it should be considered the number one greatest movie of all, all time that is just my personal opinion yeah i think if you look at it through a uh an objective lens it's like it's up there just the way yeah. it's structured like, you know, yeah the structure the writing the music yeah. the cinematography all that yeah but personally like but based on my subjective tastes yeah, and what I've seen, it's, it's not for it's you. N- it's not. It. I mean, it. It's. It's. I'm in my, like, in my alley kind of. Mm-hmm. The, I. I. I like, good storytelling, in a movie, that Citizen Kane has good storytelling. Yeah, like we so see the life of Kane. It's like not your favorite, but you can. Still but I. See, I, I, I you can, can recognize that it's it's a well made movie. Yeah, I. Here's what I'll say. I understand why it's the greatest movie. It's considered the greatest movie of all time. I can see yeah. why people say that. Yeah. But for me, I wouldn't say it's the greatest movie of all time. 
Yeah, like that's fair. Yeah, like if you can, if you can see why people uh, see it that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you if you say Titanic is the greatest movie of all time, I have a problem with that. <laughs> or why, Avatar. Why do you say that? Why Titanic? Because you're spoiling it with the title. <laughs> um, you already know. Why am I supposed to care for these characters when I know? And it's gonna sink. Like I know, I know. Over the course of the movie, you're supposed to care about Jack and uh, Kate Winslet's character. But you know what's funny? Every time uh, Titanic is on, like every single time it, like if it's on, somebody puts it on. It's always the Titanic sinking. There's never, I've never seen it played out beforehand. Yeah. It's always the part when it that starts part. sinking, <clears throat> which is the best part of the movie. Oh my goodness! But no, okay. <laughs> Have but, you seen it in in its entirety? No, I've oh. seen maybe the beginning, and then the boat sinking, and then that's it. Hmm. We should probably uh, watch, watch these movies. How long is it? It's three long. hours. It's three hours, huh? Mm-hmm. I I'm used to three hour movies. I can get through three hour movies now. Yeah, I mean, it depends on. It just depends on the, if it's actually interesting. Yeah. Like, you can tell a full story in, I think, a good runtime, if it's paced well, is two hours and 20 minutes. The reason I say that is because um, I saw Catch Me If You Can by Steven Spielberg. Mm -hmm. It has great pacing. It tells a lot in that two hours. And and by the end, it feels kind of complete. So, in that sense, I think if you can pace a movie really well, you can tell a really good story in that amount of time. Maybe even lower. I think it just depends it on the pacing. It doesn't really matter the the runtime. You can tell a good story in an mm-hmm. hour and a half or three hours or in so, Lord, Lord of the Rings case, up to four hours. Yeah, the extended version. That's not even what you yeah. saw in the theaters and not even the whole picture. Yeah. And that's kind of how I structure my story. Like if I'm writing something, mm-hmm. then I'll be like, but I want to include this because this is important. Yeah. So I need it to run longer. So sometimes I'll take ideas I have that should be mov- that were originally movies. I'll probably move them to either entire TV shows or limited series. Yeah. Where the episodes are like maybe an hour and eight episodes. That's what I need to tell. The compl- I like telling the complete overarching story. Yeah. You like to add like lore and background yeah. stuff. Yeah, I have this writing assignment where we have to write about the hero's journey and create our own characters and stuff. And so the the story that I'm creating, it's been the story that I've been creating and writing and developing for the past, like, four years. Mm-hmm. And so all those thoughts, like, I didn't realize how much backstory there was. Yeah. Because uh, I asked my teacher, I emailed my teacher, I was like, uh, can I add a section for backstory? Because if if you don't have the backstory, the rest kind of doesn't make sense. So I, he said, yeah, you can add backstory. And it's like almost a page long, the backstory. And I'm not even, I'm not even halfway done oh, wow. with the backstory. And so there's a, I like adding like there's a lot of lore to it. There's backstory to it. And I think that's pretty, that's pretty interesting to incorporate. Like I think you can... I think you can tell a bit of the backstory. If you're doing a movie, you can tell a bit of the backstory, not by having the whole movie be a flashback. You can kind of imply stuff. Yeah. But I think it's better to have the the bigger picture. Hmm. So, like, if you're going for a more, like, ambitious... In-depth story. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the thing I'm going with. Have you tried writing a... Short stories, yeah, uh, like, like, kind of like short films. Yeah, yeah, I've written a few short films, five to ten pages. Yeah, uh, even those are kind of long. Like the there was a, uh, I wrote this uh, draft of this short film that I was going to make at the end of the uh, at the end of high school, high school year, and it was eighteen pages. A short film. Yeah, but I realized that I was trying to tell a feature film in a short film, 
Mm, yeah. That was a that I was looking up videos and stuff. That was a that was my problem. I'm trying to tell a full complete story. Yeah. In a short amount of time. So what I decided to do was take the ideas that I had and I developed this story with my friend yeah. who helped uh write it. He said or or he <laughs> now I'm gonna get into backstory of the backstory, right? <laughs> so when I was in my class for journalism, right? I don't like I don't like um like reporting on school news and stuff, so I decided to do the behind the camera stuff. Yeah. Like editing and stuff. And my friend and I he was like, We should do a Halloween special. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We we wrote a story, we made a short film about it. And we also tried to incorporate the news and stuff to it. We tried to um, do that. Then we released it. Everybody in school saw it. And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at the the, the short story. The, it was like 13 minutes. That was the, that was the runtime of the film. And then, and then after that, my friend was like, hey, man, um, I think we should expand more on the story. Yeah. Because even in that that short story, I admit, there's kind of more that needed to be added to it. Because it, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I hate the film that we made. It uh-huh. doesn't make sense. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense at all. And so we decided, let's let's expand on the story. So that's what I tried doing with the second one that I wrote that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I tried expanding on the characters. Um giving more backstory, adding more to the character, try to be more ambitious about it. And then, and then I wanted to do it with the, um, the drama people. It, Cause that's what we use the first time we use the drama people. Oh, you so it, the drama actors. At, mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. We, we, we had their help and, uh, and I wanted to do that again because it was, it was really fun actually making it. But it was stressful because I edited it over a weekend. Oh, and wow. So Friday, it was a Friday we finished filming the first one. Then I edited all day, Saturday and Sunday. And I had it done on Sunday at 1 in the morning. It took all that time. And then we released it on a Monday, which was Halloween. So we decided to release the Halloween special on Halloween. Oh, there you go. It worked out. Kind of, because we usually release episodes on Tuesdays. Yeah. And I was like, I might release it on just the regular schedule. And <laughs> everybody was like, why do you want to release a Halloween special on November? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have a choice. We either release it on the day that it's usually scheduled. Yeah. Or have teachers che- go through their email and oh, and so try and find the like- file. Straight away from the the schedule of when it yeah. normally premieres. Yeah, I still inc- like like I was saying, I still incorporated the the news and stuff with it. Okay, but I mean, everyone was saying, why not just release it on Halloween? And so that's what I did, and then I even strayed away from that. But I wrote the script for the drama people. I wrote the script for the drama people. Then I gave it to the teacher. He said it was awesome. He said the script was good. I think the difference was was that I actually took the time to rewrite it. So with the first one, I wrote the draft. I wrote the first draft, and then that was it. That's what we shot. You said the drama teacher thought it was awesome, or your teacher? Both. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Congratulations, he, man. Thank you. They were... They were having a meeting. Yeah. And then my teacher, my film teacher, she told me that the teacher told her, <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah. that he li- that he really liked it. Then he sent me an email saying that he thought he thought it was good. He was he thought it was great that that there were questions to be answered that were it leaves the audience left him with questions. Kind of was confused. Mm-hmm. Good. And and then yeah. Um, try to kind of do that non-linear storytelling, like pull from this story, try to incorporate it into this. 
and uh that was a time that I was still learning screen screenwriting um I didn't know structure well i I kind of have an idea of structure, but how to actually write the pages, how to grab the audience's attention, yeah, like the first page is probably the most important page to yeah, write you need the hook you need the hook like in the first three seconds, yeah first three seconds you need to hook the, the audience the opening shot, yeah, yeah, and so there were I looked at it. Yeah, because over the summer, I, I tried to rewrite it with the knowledge that I... Well, not over the summer. Like, as soon as I took the courses or in college, um, I sort of tried going back, rewriting it. Looks better. But still, I'm trying to fit a feature film in a short film. Mm. And so, what all that led to, you know, what the past... 10 minutes I was talking about what that leads to is that <laughs> the point was is that now it's not a, a short film series it's, I'd probably do a, a limited one season series yeah like a or, web series or something yeah web series that's what it was ori- originally going to be it was kind of like uh, like five short films yeah that combined together into one that combined to the length of one feature film so it was going to be the first one, and the second one would be split into two parts. So that would make it three, then four, and then the finale. And then that's how kind of it was structured to be. And uh, that's pretty much how it it went now. It, it, the important thing is that it stuck with me, the story. The story stuck with me, so I was like, there's something, there's something there. Yeah, like you wanted to expand upon it. Yeah, like my like I mentioned earlier, my friend was like, I want to expand on it. Yeah. And he gave me ideas and stuff. I was like, and that's what I like to do. I like to have an idea and just let it marinate. It's like, where where does this go? Mm-hmm. And if it goes somewhere, if it sticks with me, if I keep thinking about it, I'm like, there's something there. Yeah. I got to, I, it was like, I got to write, I got to, I got to get on my computer. I got to start writing. You got to put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Even the bad ideas, you got to every thought that comes to you, you just put it pen to paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you start to hear yourself when you do that. Like maybe you have an idea, and you're like, "Oh, that sounds cool." You put it and you write it, and you're like, "That's not that's not really good. That's yeah. not good at all." And, it's, and it's, all all writers like go through that, you know. Yeah, just just trying to figure out what works i think that's the hard part there's no rules really like there's guidelines but it but it's like, <laughs> like make a, your it's like make your movie yeah yeah wasn't that on uh pirates the first one there aren't rules they're just guidelines i don't i don't even remember that quote. you don't remember that? Oh. no but that's, that's a good quote yeah anyway, anyway what, were, what were we talking about oh that's right re-releases anyways uh <laughs> Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the second one we watched, right? Mm-hmm. I was so excited to watch that one. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, they were, these were all cool to see. These are all the good ones. Yeah, all the good movies that they decided to re-release. Yeah, these were the, these were the good movies. Like, these were probably the better movies that we saw than the actual new re, the new releases that we saw this year. Like, all the re-releases were better than anything new that came out. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah, there was was some good movies. There were some good movies, yeah. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Barbie. No, okay. You didn't like Barbie? I thought it was funny, but... Yeah, I had a a fine time. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Um, Ken was the best part. Ryan Gosling (laughs) was the best part. Short Barbie review. But, um... I think at at the end of the year, we'll, we'll recap... Recap all the movies. All the movies, yeah. Even not just the ones that we saw in the theaters, maybe new movies we decided oh, to watch. Streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Sound, sounds like a deal. Something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, Ra- so, yeah, Raiders. Uh, again, my number one favorite movie. That's Is Raiders? My, right, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's my number oh, okay. one favorite movie. And to see pure cinema like that, it was awesome. Especially since later that month, Dial of Destiny came out. It was like, yeah, yeah. 
So we're hoping next year will be the fortieth anniversary of Temple of Doom. Uh, yes. So hopefully I next hope. year, Temple of Doom re-releases in theaters for the fortieth anniversary, and we'll be there. We'll be there, and um, man, that's crazy. It's cool to see, like the the truck chase, the truck like, chase, the music, like. I think Raiders is one of those perfect movies. Yeah. Like, there's nothing bad you can say about it, really. And so it was cool to see it with an audience because there are times when you're engaged with the movie and you can also kind of feel the when audience everybody else is and everyone else is engaged, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of hear gasps or... Yeah. You know. Or when, when Marion... <laughs> flips over the mirror and yeah. hits Indy. Yeah. And everybody was cracking up. Everybody yeah, yeah. started laughing. Yeah. At that like part. Th- those are the the theater experiences that stick with get, me. Mm-hmm. You when, don't get anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. Like I know I've seen Raiders like hundreds of times. Yeah, I especially in the last year. Like I, I just it just came to me and it was like, what's my favorite movie? And I was like, Raiders, that's it. Yeah. I, I'll stick with Raiders. And you got to see it in the theaters. And I got to see it in theaters. And it was amazing. That was good. Yeah. You, you saw Return of the Jedi. I did. I saw it with a friend who's I didn't a Star Wars who <laughs> big Star Wars nerd like me. Shout out to you. No I'm kidding. But yeah, I saw it Return of the Jedi with my friend. Huge theater. Like twice the size uh you know the theater that we saw in Dark Knight? The Dark Knight. Was that twice as big? Twice as big? Mm-hmm. Wow. But it wasn't IMAX. No. But okay. it was... It, you know, the thing is, nobody was there. There was, like, oh, a wow. few people here and there. But the theater... But the theater, it was mostly empty. Hmm. And so, man, it was awesome to see. It gave me a new appreciation for Return of the Jedi. Like, I already loved Return of the Jedi. When yeah. I was growing up, it was my favorite of the original trilogy. Yeah. But seeing it in theaters, I'm like, man, this movie's fantastic. It, it's, it gets too much hate. You think so? Yeah. Like, it, everybody uh, says... Relevant to the original trilogy, like... Yeah. In terms of everything Star Wars, it's pretty high up there, but... Yeah. You're Co- talking about... Like, comparing to it to Empire. And A New Hope. And A New Hope. Yeah, I can see why. But the payoff that the other two movies is so satisfying seeing Luke fight Vader all the Luke and Vader stuff which is like 90% of the movie the best part of the movie it's it's so well done so well written yeah everything it's perfect I I do think it is the weaker of the three yeah in my opinion but like as soon as uh, the rebel fleet goes to Endor that's when you're like it's like pay attention. Yeah. They do spend like forty five minutes at Jabba's Palace though. Yeah, that's kind of off putting though. <laughs> I didn't realize that. You didn't I was realize like, it. like in recent rewatches of Star Wars, I didn't realize that it was forty minutes or like forty five minutes at on Tatooine. Yeah. Which is the first act. That's the first act of the movie. Yeah. The whole first act of the movie is is uh, Jabba. Yeah, Luke makes a pit stop to Dagobah, mm-hmm. and then he meets up with everyone else at the Rebel fleet. I think, okay, I have a little nitpick. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, we're nitpicking Star Wars now. I think the second Death Star should have been a bigger deal, because I think in the crawl it says that Luke has no idea that there's a second one. Oh, yeah. And... At the fleet, they're like discussing it. Oh, they've built another Death Star, and we have, or we have the information how to de- how to defeat it, mm-hmm. and that's all off screen. Yeah, maybe they should make a movie about it called Rogue Two. Rogue Two. Rogue Two. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. No, no, no. They already said that in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Rogue Two. I found them. Uh, yeah, I think the reveal of a second Death Star should have been a bigger deal. Yeah, it's bigger than the first one, right? Oh yeah, it's it's like yeah. But the rebels are just like, all right, we'll, just, we'll blow this one up too. <laughs> Didn't they say like, oh, we've done this before? Like they blew up first yeah. star, they can do it again. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. there might have been something like that. So maybe, 
don't know, but it's like a huge, it's, it's a bigger like, threat. Oh, oh, it's here. We'll, we'll blow it up again. It's not like, oh, wow, they've been building a second one this whole time. It's yeah. just kind of like, oh, it's here. Yeah, that was like, <laughs> they blew up the other one like four or three years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and it took 19 years. For Actually, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. But when we when maybe we last saw the Death Star, maybe, yeah, maybe even longer than that. Because we saw them building. Like the skeleton of it? It was a skeleton. Yeah. It was a, a pretty big chunk mm-hmm. of the Death Star that was being built. I don't know. That's a little nitpick, but mm-hmm. like everything you said about Vader and Luke, it's, that's the that's best the part. bigger picture of the story. Yeah, and so, it, so that makes up for everything. I don't get the the criticism that the Ewoks defeated the Death the the Empire. Oh, it's another nitpick of mine. The the Ewoks. <laughs> I don't know because they're kind of like it's kind of like their home planet. They know more about the surroundings and stuff. Yeah, but the Empire enslaved a lot of planets. And they couldn't enslave Ewoks. <laughs> the Ewoks. <laughs> Maybe that's why Battlefront Ewok Hunt is so terrifying. Yeah. Because, I don't know. Maybe that's why. I don't know. It. They were there to sell toys. That's true. <laughs> I uh, I remember the Ewok toy we had uh, from Disneyland. Do you remember that? The, it was a little plush kind of uh, keychain. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... Even even uh, thirty, forty years later, they're still selling Ewok toys. Yeah, I mean it's it's a nitpick. I, yeah, I mean it, it doesn't it doesn't really matter. I heard something. Wasn't the original planet supposed to be Kashyyyk? Yeah, I think there were supposed to be Wookies. Okay, when I learned about that, that made me mad a bit. That makes me mad. Yeah, I would have liked that. That would have been awesome. Yeah. If if I did, if if go back. anything were to change. That's what I would change, because, like I said, as soon as I learned that, I'm like, I was kind of mad, <laughs> because that would have been awesome to see. Yeah, probably. A, you think it was a budget thing, having all those Wookie suits? Maybe, because I don't know. It it could be. I might have to look more into why they chose well, Ewoks. Uh, they did make the holiday special. Oh, they Life Day. Th- yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Star Wars was a pretty big thing back then already yeah so i'm pretty sure they had bigger budget who, better everything who knows, better uh, cameras yeah so who knows but again it's the original trilogy it's the best one mm-hmm. best trilogy best show. how dare you how do you not know that the sequels exist no, yeah okay no i'm kidding, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> again i don't have twitter so um the other ones the incredibles Saw The Incredibles. We did. It was an empty theater. Yeah, there were two other people. That was it. Yeah, but... Which surprised me, because I think it's the best Pixar movie. Think it's the best Pixar movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have to agree. Yeah, it's it's, it's my it's, favorite it's, Pixar it's up movie. There. Yeah. Like, um, I might have to rewatch Up, because the most popular ones, Up, Wally. Toy Story, Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Monsters Inc. All of them, amazing. They're all great. I, it's uh, it's like, how did they all get? How did they all make such amazing movies? It like was in a row too. Incredibles felt. It it could you know, it's up there with the the best superhero movies I think. Mm-hmm. Like, like beating Marvel, DC, oh, it's, all it's, that. You can make the arguments better than a lot of those nowadays. Mm-hmm. Especially DC. Yeah. But there's no comparison there. DC has um, the Batman going for it. And, and Superman. And Joker. And it's just Batman and Superman. Batman and Superman. They're the faces <laughs> of DC. Yeah. There's nothing else. They can't do any of the other characters right. They tried yeah. Green Lantern. I mean, that was I, a flop. I hope they do. I don't want them to fail. But I mean, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. But, it's, but every attempt... Hasn't been as good as well, it could have been. It's it's in James Gunn's hands now. Yeah, we'll see. So, yeah, whatever he does with Superman, it's going to be interesting. See what new thing he does because his thing is obscure characters. Superman is one of the, one of if not the most popular superhero of all time. I think that gives him an advantage. 
That's true because there's new stuff they can do. They've been doing the same stuff I think for super, with Superman for a long time, Maybe. like reusing Lex Luthor as the v- main villain. Yeah. Like that was the mistake of Superman Returns. Yeah, I think if you can take like the Guardians, mm-hmm. now they're household names. They're you they're have, li- they're right at Disneyland, and you give them Superman, already a household name. I th- Sky's the limit. Yeah, literally, yeah. no pun yeah. intended. I know. Exactly. It's <laughs> a great one time. So, what did you think of uh, Incredibles? Man. Seeing that in theaters. That was aw- it was awesome to see in theaters because yeah. it was it came out the year I w- it came out before I was born. Yeah, all right. A couple months. Yeah. 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 And it and seeing it in theaters cuz we had the DVDs. We watched it all the time. I remember every line. I could recite the movie. Yeah, it's one of those. It's like, one of those movies. Yeah, you can. I think all of, all of the re-releases. Yeah, like when I was watching Dark Knight, I could recite most of the thing, most of the lines. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Incredibles. Man, that, that's such a quotable movie. It's a good story too. It's a good story. It has perfect pacing. That's I think that's what. Yeah, pacing makes a movie interesting. It keeps you engaged for mm-hmm. sure. Like, if if it feels off or it feels it drags in the middle or drags mm-hmm. in the beginning, it's hard to yeah. It's engage. hard to keep following. Yeah, and so, but so every scene is important. Yeah, and fun fact, I didn't we didn't know this until recently, but they were originally after uh, syndrome was originally after Frozone. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And the computer scene where it shows like his no. known location. Yeah. Well, also when they're, when, when they're in they're, the alley. Parked. Yeah. When the, he's like, she's with, she's, uh, Mirage. She was like, uh, he's with some fat guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never noticed that. She's talking about frozen. She's spying on frozen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I never, I never knew that before. I never caught that caught my attention. Oh yeah. So there's something new every time you watch it, which is a great thing. That's what makes it timeless. Mm-hmm. Makes it just a cla- just a classic. It's a classic movie. Mm-hmm. What else did you see without me? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, the Matrix. I saw The Matrix recently. It came out. Yeah, it was good. That was good. My friend fell asleep. <laughs> oh man! But but he had a Matrix search shirt, so yeah, he was. He's seen it before. He's, he's seen it before. He, he, know, he knows what happened. Yeah, yeah. But it was in the first like. 10 minutes no 15 minutes but I kind of fell asleep too because I'd seen it multiple times before yeah but still like as soon as (laughs) but as soon as uh, um it 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 kind of it's very interesting from the beginning but it kind of is a slow building to the climax Mm -hmm. like um like as soon as Neo goes back into the Matrix to rescue Morpheus, that's when it's like, now I'm engaged. Now I'm like, oh man, I've got to, I've got to, I got to pay attention now because this is awesome. <laughs> and then, and then by the end of the movie, my friend and I, we were leaning front, fo- like, like you know the reclining seats. Yeah. We, we had it to its default setting, and then by the end, my friend and I, we were just hunched back, leaning over, like. Like focused in Your on the eyes, screen. Eyes are glued to we, the screen. We were like, "Oh heck yeah! Was was Neo? Go, what's Neo gonna do next?" But we've seen the movie hundreds of times before. Yeah, and so it's a it's a really good movie. I don't know what else to say. That's another sign of a good movie is when you've seen it a bunch of times, but you're, you're still s- engaged. You're still it, engaged as if you're watching it for the first time. Yeah, that's why A New Hope is one of my favorite movies of all time too. Because oh, every yeah. time I watch it, it feels like I'm watching it for the first time. Because it, it's just, it's the hero's journey. Yeah. We've seen it over and over again in countless mm-hmm. movies. But it's done extremely well. Yeah, Joseph Campbell. Here. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, that's a trick. If you're ever writing something, just use the hero's journey. Use the that's hero's a cheat code. And you will never have to think of a story again. Another um, movie I saw, Jurassic <laughs> Park. Without me. Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I The interesting... <laughs> thing about this one is that this was in 3d oh okay how was that man it's another experience too 
like like seeing it like all the parts that I knew everything was gonna come out at me it made it much much more immersive it made it much more better like when the T-Rex breaks out yeah of its of its cage and everything about that it was great it was great it was great and uh um, was the the theater full no there's a few people but okay. for the um top row i saw the top row that was it for for me and my friend um there's a few people in the bottom rows mm-hmm. that's pretty much it that's the thing with these re-releases there's not there's not much people there's not many people going uh, I would to say see aside it. from Dark Knight, Superman had a decent amount of people. Raiders had a decent Raiders too. Other than that, not many people yeah. know about it. Um, but we do want to see Back to the Future. Back to the Future is coming to theaters October twenty yeah, first. There's still more Scarface. Uh, Christmas. We were looking at this earlier. Christmas Story. The Grinch. The Grinch. Saving Private Ryan. I got to see that with my friend. My friend is a huge fan. He loves mm. World War Two. Without me? You <laughs> no, want to come? No, you you want to come joking, with us? I'm joking. I'm joking. No, no, no. Yeah. no I, feel, I feel like, you, man, you should have. I don't want to rub it in your face. You should have been there. Okay. But I, I did want to see Return of the Jedi. That's okay. Maybe for the 50th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. But. Or maybe when Revenge of the Sith comes out. They better. Uh, I remember mm, when. Two, two years. Mm-hmm. I remember when. um. Phantom Menace re-released in 3D, and we saw that. Oh, that was good. I wish they did. I wish they continued that. That was that would have been yeah. cool. Like to see Revenge of the Sith in 3D and Mustafar and Obi Wan versus Anakin. You know what's crazy? What? So 2025 is the 20th anniversary of mm-hmm. Revenge of the Sith. It would also be the 10 year anniversary of Force Awakens. So that means that's crazy to think about. Ten years since Force Awakens came out, and then twenty, twenty years, twenty years since Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, that is crazy to think about. So I don't know. Maybe we'll be seeing uh, both in theaters twenty twenty five. But I want to keep doing these, um, these uh, re releases in theaters because I'm not gonna lie, they're a lot better than what we're getting today. <laughs> I'd rather watch these because these. Because what we have listed right here, these are the good ones. These are all the good ones. And speaking of Star Wars, Ahsoka, Episode 7. One more till the finale. Mm-hmm. So next week's the finale. And so so what do you think? There's a lot of uh, back and forth, some mixed Mixed reviews, reviews about this one. I liked it. I, I don't... Yeah, I didn't see the. I didn't see a problem with it. I don't, uh, I don't really. Wasn't my favorite. The, I no, mean, there's still like, some, especially when you consider the past two episodes. Yeah, that came out. Um, not my favorite. I think Hera was actually better than in this episode than she was in the previous episodes. Where she's on trial. I I knew it by the way. Yeah, you knew she was going to have her <laughs> trial. I mean, which they, la- which was very short. I, I mean, I'm not Sherlock Holmes, but they, but they did imply it. You're kind but, of a genius. Um, <laughs> But oh, thank you, man. Mm-hmm. The but that was, that was cool to see because it because I mean she's kind of a war criminal. She gets it from Chopper, yeah. and she hangs around Chopper too much. Mm-hmm. He's the real threat. He's yeah. the real galactic threat, yeah. not Thrawn. It was cool to see like you still have the New Republic kind of pushing back and being oblivious to mm-hmm. any possibility of. Thrawn or the Empire returning. Yeah, they kind of brush it under the rug. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, dude, we've been doing this for like 23 years. Mm-hmm. I think we uh, need another one. they mentioned something about, oh, we're not the Rebellion anymore. We're the New Republic. And it's like, well, that doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're saying something about that. Uh, it was, what was it? It was like, it was like, like they like Hera's been fighting the way she does for so long. They don't want her to fight like that because it's not like the time. Like, like guerrilla warfare, kind of lone wolf. Yeah, like going after like like a thing I noticed when I'm watching Rebels. 
a lot of the episodes are them infiltrating M- Imperial things, yeah, like going it, under disguise. Because they were a rebel cell. It was just them. Yeah. Until, you know, later in the seasons, they the rebellion becomes more formal. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's very true. And then Cameo. Cameo by C three PO. That was that was that was pretty nice to see actually. Mm-hmm. And you know, it makes sense. Yeah. Any uh, any name dropped um Leia. Leia. That was nice yeah. to see too. Yeah. So she's uh, at this point she's like climbing the ranks. Yeah, they said she was a senator. Yeah. Just yeah. like her mother. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh shoot. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. And then, so that's done. And then you get Mon Mothma's like, she's kind of. She she kind of believes. She kind her. of believes her. She's like, she, how, she's how, like how, how big is the threat? Yeah. Curious to see, you know, again, where this leads. Because this feels like the beginning. Yeah, the, the setting conflict. up stuff. That's, that's probably why the people didn't really like this episode. Because it's, it's more kind of like a filler into the uh, into the which finale. I think I felt like episode 6 was that I did like 6 but it did feel like more world world building more setup mm-hmm, cuz we don't see Ahsoka I I do much. get the criticism that this kind of didn't propel anything major forward Yeah but there's not much to propel really You don't think so well, I mean, they're they're just setting up the finale because some I think something huge is going to happen in the finale. Okay, you you think anyone's going to die? Maybe Morgan because she hasn't done anything in the past <laughs> six episodes. So yeah, I could I could see that. What about Balin? Balin? Balin or Shin? That's it's kind of hard to read their characters. Um, yeah, because like like we said before. Um, Balin's Balin's pretty vague of what he says. He's hard to read. Uh Shin doesn't talk at all. And so it's kinda but that's interesting that we bring up Shin because of what happens at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Right? She like they're like they're like we can <laughs> I can I can fix her. Yeah. We, like, we can fix you. And then she's she kinda like runs off. She kinda can, like scared. She kinda contemplates it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Then you know, ultimately, runs away. Uh, so then, after Hera's trial, we get Ahsoka training, mm-hmm. and then we can see the Anakin uh, hologram. She mm-hmm. said there's like twenty of those recordings. Yeah, and the that was his last one. That yeah, she was... that was his last one. Yeah, yeah. And then the, there's some name drops: Ventress, Grievous, uh, Dooku, Count, Count Dooku. Yeah, that's pretty cool to hear. Yeah. And then Thrawn uh, learns of Ahsoka's past. You know, Morgan hands hands him the her file, pretty much. Yeah, on the like, record. And then he learns that Anakin's Anakin. her master. He's like, oh, we got to change of plans. Yeah. This is Anakin's apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, <laughs> he's kind of scared of it, right? Yeah. I don't know. We're not, just cautious, I guess. Yeah, cautious, yeah. Because like, like Balin said, episode three. Right, it's like your path, or legacy leads in destruction, death and destruction, death and destruction. Yeah. yeah. And then we cut to Ezra and Sabine kind of catching up. Uh, okay, this is another criticism of mine. I think he should have been more curious. Oh, of what happened? Is he's kind of being vague. Well, I mean, like I he's guess. not curious about how she got there. Yeah, who, who she came with? Yeah, she's she's like, oh, that's a long story. Yeah, it's like they have all the time. Yeah, they're going pretty slowly. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, yeah. So, I mean, they got all maybe, maybe it doesn't make for good on screen. There's there's ways to do it. It's just execution. Yeah, because yeah, like as the audience, we already know. How they got here? It's yeah. just the how do Ezra, they explain Ezra, it? Like Ezra should be more curious, though. Yeah. So maybe, and then <laughs> we couldn't stop laughing at this one line. 
They were like, oh. oh, what happened to the emperor? Oh, people say he's dead. That's what they say. Yeah, yeah. that's what they say. That, that was pretty funny. Yeah, because they're, cause they're, they're, they're kind of making fun of the sequels, kind of. Mm. Or they're just like, they're kind of they're 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 trying to make it like relevant-ish. Well, they have to. They're, they're, they're tying into it. Yeah, they kind of, they. This is the time time to, between those six and seven. Yeah, they kind of have the bridge. Yeah. That. So whatever, whatever's gonna come out from Disney, and Star Wars, that's gonna try and bridge that gap. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're gonna get more s- sequel mentions, and stuff. Maybe have that Clone Wars effect, and maybe they have that prequels. Or Clone Wars you kind of like flesh out that era. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Maybe that's what Resistance was trying to do. The animated, yeah, maybe. but it's not as well received as like Clone Wars and, and Rebels. Yeah. yeah, so you know. And then uh, Ahsoka tries to reach out to Sabine, or she does reach out to Sabine. It's kind of like the scene between Luke and Leia. Yeah. In uh, Empire. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Is that a, is that criticized? I'm not sure, but I I didn't see a problem with it. No, because I didn't even think of it like that. Like you said, Luke and Leia and Empire. Mm-hmm. And then Sabine hears her, so she mm-hmm. does have force potential. Yeah. So there's she something. There's something. Th- they're setting up Sabine for later. Yeah. So something's gonna pay off in the finale. Yeah. Well, I hope so. The better. I think. Yeah. We get Balin and Shin. Balin parts ways with Shin. He's like, you're. You're on your own. Yeah, yeah, you're on your own. Your ambitions are different than mine. It's that's an interesting turning point because in, in Balin's yeah. been pretty noble and loyal to Shin. He's been protective of her, and now he's like, "You're on your own." Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. And I wonder if they'll dive into how she feels if she feels betrayed or maybe yeah, she'll side with Thrawn and try and. Trying to take out Balin, I, I don't know. Yeah, because Cause we don't know what's going on with Balin. Still, yeah, he's still unre Like I keep saying, he's still <laughs> unreadable. That's one thing I wish this episode did more of was kind of at least hint more at what he wants. Yeah, tease tease it maybe, but like we'll, he keeps we'll saying see. power, 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 power. Yeah, like we'll, we'll see. I guess. But I don't know. So hopefully we, like, it keeps leaving us with. More questions than answers. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what the finale will do. It'll hope it'll, it'll open up more doors and more, more questions, more I, questions. I'd imagine. But and we get Ahsoka dropping out of the sky. Yeah, like 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 Bruce, Bruce in, Banner in, in, Ragnarok. in Ragnarok. Yeah, and then the, the rematch between Balin and Ahsoka. And that lightsaber fight was really good. Oh, I liked it. That was that was like, good. Like people criticize. The fight scenes earlier in the series, mm-hmm. um, but this one was like really good. It had a lot of dynamic moves, poses, like aerobatic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then after the fight, Hu Yang comes in, kind of kind of breaks up the fight. Yeah, Balin and Ahsoka go their separate ways. She steals his ride. Yeah. But he doesn't chase after her. He He's still <laughs> focused on whatever it is he's chasing. Yeah. Maybe maybe trying to over maybe he's trying to overtake Thrawn. Who knows? Hmm. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think so. Because like you said, he's noble. He wouldn't try and do something like that. But or or has that noble quality. Like he still has selfish desires. That's what it is. It's it's selfish desires for power. Like he doesn't care about anyone else. I don't. He probably t- like he might care, might not care about Shin and what happens to her. But like you said, he's protective. Yeah, so maybe it, she's an important key. That's what it seems like. But he just let her go off on her own. Mm-hmm. He didn't know because he knew Ahsoka was there. He mm-hmm. knew a trained Jedi. Like Ezra was there, so, and we don't know how long Shin's been training with Balin. Yeah, really. so be, she could be like totally new. That would be a cool um, Tales of the Jedi episode. 
Balin. Balin and Shin. I'd love yeah. I'd love to see that. And then uh Ezra refusing his lightsaber, he's like, Nah, I don't need it. He's like, That's yours. Yeah, you keep you keep it. I could I can see why, you know people would not like that, like, oh I want to see Ezra with his lightsaber, but but he, he from his perspective he's like oh, she probably needs it more than me. Yeah, cuz <laughs> you know, she's got she, <laughs> I got my pieces. Yeah, I got yeah. my guns. Yeah, he he's got the force. He's had years to yeah. train and he hasn't used a lightsaber in, in well the, over 10 years. Yeah, so It also reminded me of when you remember the old Clone Wars cartoon where Mace Windu uses nothing but the force. Yeah. Against the the super battle droids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, he said the force is my ally. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Like it's kind of like Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the force. It, I'm one with the force. The force is with me. Yeah, exactly. It like. So. So maybe he does. He doesn't need it. Like yeah, like you said, he doesn't need it at all. He. I mean, I'm sure he'll. When they get back, he'll maybe construct a new one. But for that mm-hmm. particular moment, he didn't need it because yeah. it's like it's kind of like low. Yeah, the stormtroopers. Yeah, and, and he, take, he takes their blasters anyway. And he starts and he starts blasting. Yeah, bang, yeah. bang. Uh, and then Ahsoka drops in again. And then he's like, "Hey guys, <laughs> yeah, hey guys, you superhero guys landing." <laughs> like one of those Marvel movies. You guys need help? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she defeats Shin. I think she disarms her or something. And mm-hmm. then she's oh, yeah, like, her and Ezra team up together. Yeah, her, Ezra, and, and Sabine. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she's like, here, take my hand. <laughs> Here's <laughs> my hand. <laughs> no, you're still holding on. Oh, yeah, like, like Ben Solo. Yeah. yeah. And then she runs away. And then that's where we kind of... This is like the end of the episode. Ezra's like, oh, I got a feeling I'm finally going home. Oh, Do you think that's foreshadowing anything? I he mean, he's, he's you, couldn't be any more, home? you couldn't be any more blunt than that. It's like, oh, man, I don't know if they do that. They if just, they kill Ezra? Like they find him and he he just dies. He just dies. All that, all that yeah. sacrifice for nothing. Well, I don't know. Do you think at this point is Ezra's story complete? Mm. Like what? More is there for Ezra's character to train Jason. Yeah, and there could He's be conflict too that Hera doesn't want him to train Jason. Uh, yeah, I could see that being a yeah storyline, but like Ezra, Ahsoka training, uh, Sabine, Jason, maybe even Luke Sky- helping Luke Skywalker with his or the, oh, with well, his school. Yeah, that's a good point, because Ahsoka, I, I assume she was there to help him with something. Yeah, other than popping out. Uh, in a Boba Fett show. In a Boba Fett, <laughs> where there's no Boba Fett. Yeah. There's just Mando, yeah, Ahsoka, Luke. Have, have Ezra, Jason, Sabine all go to Luke's school. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. So that'd be, that'd be sad to see. You know, Jason grows up training to be a Jedi. And then yeah, the temple here, falls. Here comes Ben Solo. <laughs> oh, Ben Solo, here he, here he comes. Uh, any predictions for the finale? How long it's going to be? I hope the finale is 50 minutes to an hour. Yeah. That that should be... Well, as long as it's satisfying. Yeah, if everything... Everything conclu- wraps up. If everything concludes. Yeah. And then also leads on to new things. Mm-hmm. Like you said... Setting up the oh, yeah, that end game, it'll do that for sure. So, that's that's pretty much all I can ask for. Um, have more characters like like have more of Balin. Just have more of everybody. Yeah, but not have it too overwhelming. Just have the characters have their moments, mm-hmm. and then let it pay off. That's how I could see it going. Yeah. Well, I hope so. That's all. I, that's all I can hope for because I uh, I've been enjoying the series. I've been looking forward to it every week. Oh yeah, same. I, I, has, I haven't felt that in a long time. Yeah, and, a while. Uh, I, I was except for and I did look forward yeah. to Andor. Other than that, like Mando, it's, it's Mando three off. was like eh. 
Yeah, I still haven't finished Mando 3. I watched Ugh. the first. That's first how good one. it was, huh? It was so good. That's how good it was. I just had to savor it. Mm-hmm. Savor the moment. <laughs> and Book of Boba Fett. I just, the nah. last the five and six, those episodes were good. Yeah. But the, they didn't have Boba Fett in it. Ironically, because they had other characters that were yeah. better. Yeah, so Ahsoka's been a breath of fresh air for me. Because new ideas, new things that are original, take, things that take what we know already and build upon them. Yeah, stuff from Legends, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's nice to see new stuff coming in. And just like you said, a breath, a breath of breath air, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, I think that about wraps it up. I think so, Daryl. We have some uh, Te- technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah, we'll be hopefully back with that next week. We'll be doing three episode four. three and four, and then the we want to cover the continental episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those who don't know, that is the John, John Wick. Wick prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do look forward to that one. That looks good. It's in. It's, it's like in the seventies, right? Yeah, I think so. So that's that's going to be interesting to see. And we got the finale of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Pretty big episode next week. Yeah, lot to talk about next week. Yep. So, so stay tuned. And we'll catch you guys next week. Okay, that's a wrap.